Good evening, and welcome to Crosstalk PM. My name's Mike Meyer, and I'll be taking your calls and let you uh, voice an opinion on just about anything you want to for about the next hour. Uh, this is going to be free-for-all Friday, uh, so you can weigh in, like I said, just about anything. Uh, but uh, in between uh, callers and their own topics, there is one thing that I did want to bring up today. And You know, they say there's three things that you should not talk about at work. Politics, salary, and religion. Well, today I'm going to break two of those rules. But uh, I want to set up a ground rule, though, too. Before uh, you call in, just please realize we're going to be talking about religions here. And I want you to be respectful towards all religions. I don't care. Uh, I know that you might have some issues with uh, some things that have happened in the past couple of weeks. Uh, you may not feel that uh, some religions are respectful towards you, but we will be respectful towards them here. And if you're not, well, I've got a button. All I have to do is go click on. So uh, please. But, like I said, this is free-for-all Friday. Uh, we've already got one person that's on hold that's wanting to uh, talk about taxes. If uh, maybe you want to, uh, what was our hot topic we had last week? Uh, oh, yeah, smoking in the park. That's right. If you want to bring that back up again or uh, anything else that's uh, weighing on your mind, go ahead and give us a buzz. Better Hearing uh, Center Talk and Text Line is 608 785 Seven nine one four, and if you even feel like uh, weighing in on uh, you know Mother Nature's little surprise that we have uh, going for us this weekend, I uh, just uh, was informed on my phone that we are under a winter storm warning. Isn't that special? Mother Nature needs hormonal therapy. Something serious. Okay, we will be right back here at 1410 WIZM, Lacrosse Talk PM. Go ahead and give us a call. Shoot us a text. Again, number is 608-785-7914, and we will be right back. <laughs> Time is what happens. Oh, uh, but, uh, yeah, we are back here at Lacrosse Talk, and uh, this evening I wanted to talk about um, a little bit about, uh, well, primarily about uh, the war that seems to be stemming up against uh, religion. And uh, it's being fought on uh, quite a few different fronts, too. So I figured we could cover that, but like I said uh, in the beginning, please, if you're going to call in and weigh in on this, please be respectful. Uh, I know uh, there's a lot of sore feelings out there uh, dealing with some of the things that happened in the news over the past couple of weeks. But, uh, you know, we can be better than uh, some of those others, and we can at least be respectful about it. You know, speaking facts, if you want to state your opinion, by all means do so. But let's not talk about uh, you know anything really bad. Okay, but we have... Uh, I believe it was Mike on uh, hold, and he wanted to speak about taxes. Are you still with us, Mike? I am. Okay. What do you want to weigh in on? Well, I got these uh, four or five of the mail, uh, these tax things, and I, my concern was that they dropped these in the mail. They didn't inform anybody they were coming, and some of them were 50% higher. Hmm. And if some old lady got that or old man who could barely afford their house, it could drive them to who knows what. 
Mm. You know, and there was no warning or, or, or um, letter coming in the mail prior to this. You know, it's ridiculous. Our house is over two hundred thousand dollars, but I'm I'm more concerned about the the elderly. Mm-hmm. And well, uh, I know uh, when you had first called in, uh, you had mentioned something about the mayor. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I and, did, and uh, I won't repeat it. Yeah, well, but, uh, we won't talk about that I'm a part of the mayor. But uh, I'm I, a lifelong Democrat, and okay. I, I just can't support this mayor. Wow. Okay, that speaks volumes right there. Uh, yeah, I've got to say this guy has been biting off things that he doesn't seem to want to chew too much, and uh, uh, just charging ahead without uh, actually thinking things through. And I agree with you. Uh, I myself am not from Lacrosse. I'm uh, up in Holman, so I don't really have a horse in this race. But I do see how it's affecting others, and it's not good. And I'll talk just one quick second about religion and hang up. Okay. You can tell how good religion is by how they treat women. Very good point. Very good point. And that's uh, part of what I was going to bring up uh, later. But uh, I thank you very much uh, for weighing in, Mike. Have a great day. Stay safe. Thank you. You too. And, yeah, uh, now, like I was saying before, uh, you want to save all the nasty stuff for, you know, your social media accounts and stuff like that. But there is a war that's uh, being basically against religion, and it is being fought by uh, really widely different antagonists. And the, four, or the war seems to have four main fronts. The government to some degree, uh, the press, people's personal takes on others' religions, uh, in many cases, it can be a you know a person's opinion on a certain religion is based on incorrect information, uh, which has been repeated so often that it has taken on you know a life of its own. Uh, and I see this happening a lot with uh, agnostics and you know uh, actually uh, people who have faith in or you know a particular uh, religion and. Uh, you know, going against another. You know, one doesn't have to look far to see infighting between some, uh, you know, uh, sects of uh, different sects of the same religion. If you look towards uh, the Islam, uh, the Shiite and the Sunni are constantly fighting each other. Uh, within, you know, uh, Christianity, you've got the uh, Catholic Church and a lot of, uh, you know, uh, the other uh the uh, Christian uh, uh, sects, if you would. Uh, so uh, you've got, and the fourth one is the Islamic extremists. They have to have their own category, I think, because, uh, and I'm saying Islamic extremists, uh, because their followers have a very bigoted view of what they consider to be infidels or non-believers. And like I said, a lot of times uh, the Sunni would believe that the Shia, the Shia are uh, infidels, and uh, vice versa, uh, because they don't believe in the exact same things that they do. And uh, I wanted to start off with government, but we've got a couple of calls coming in. Oh. Okay, we've got taxes on one and religion on two. Let's go with taxes first. 
And good evening, Tom. How are you? Uh, I'm okay. Um, are there any special rules or differences in the rules for landlords and mortgagees? Is there a different, do you fall into a whole different category when you be, are no longer a mortgagee and you uh, become a landlord? Because my taxes only went up, my, my assessment only went up $16,000. Okay, Tom. Uh, you're actually talking to the wrong people here. You know, we're radio talk shows. We're not accountants. Well, I, I know, but so um, my, my house is paid for. Okay. And But the others are all talking that they got <laughs> more value added to their house. And I don't quite understand because well from what I believe uh, the properties have been reassessed and uh, there was a big jump in the uh, value of the homes but you know as far as you know what who pays more a uh, landlord or you know what have you that I have mortgage no that I have no clue I don't know either but Okay. Where do you look? Uh, my guess would be to look up... Uh, the Constitution? No, I don't think that would be listed in the Constitution, but it sounds like it's right up the alley of a tax attorney, to be honest with you. And uh, you might want to give one of them... I'm a little guy. Well, yeah, but, uh, you know, tax, there's tax attorneys out there that sometimes have free consults. Yeah, and stuff like I'm a that. little guy, and i got to pay to understand what little I already have. <laughs> yeah, and... Uh, How would you like to too? be told that you can only have $2,000 in the bank? Okay, they Tom, tell me Tom that. I can't answer your question, though. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to let you know a possible no, other place to go. Social Security... And, uh, sorry, Tom, but, you know, that's the way it is. I can't answer your question. But, uh, if you want to weigh in on the taxes or, uh, anything else, go ahead and give us a buzz. Better Hearing Center Talk and Text Line is 608-785-7914. We've got somebody else that wants to weigh in on religion, but, uh, we're going to have to take a short break and we will be right back. And we're back with Lacrosse Talk PM. We've got Eric, who's been sitting there patiently on hold, wanting to weigh in. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and jump right over to the phone lines. But we still have a couple of uh, open ones, too. The Better Hearing Center Talk and Text Line is 608-785-7914. And uh, let's see, uh, really quick, I've got a Tom G. Uh, sending a text. What can that nasty cigarette butt tea be used? I have to work tomorrow in the a.m., otherwise I would call then. Okay, really quick, Tom. Uh, that is used to as an, uh, not so much to kill insects, but it will. It will act as an insect repellent to keep them away from uh, plants. Uh, you can spray that onto your vegetables and such like that. It washes off. I will tell you, though, it does stink, but uh, it's not going to add anything uh, to your, you know, vegetables, uh, you know, uh, that's harmful, like, you know, uh, chemical-wise. But let's jump right over the phones for Eric. And, uh, again, we still have two open lines, 608-785-7914. Good morning, or good evening, Eric. How are you? I'm doing okay. 
what did you want to weigh in on? Well, religion. Okay, far and, away. And the United States of America is founding. Mm-hmm. The United States of America is founding. was founded on Christian principles. Okay. And that's not to say that it cannot change or can change or cannot change what I'm saying this. What has happened today, the other likes of Elon Omar, who hates the Jews, hates America, and he happens to be a... Uh, okay, Eric. I, know, Eric, I, I, I should not Eric, say she hates America. Eric. I'm saying she has her points of view. But I'm telling you this. Mm-hmm. Our country is transforming into a socialist uh, country in this the people, yeah, people like these, they must be voted out of office because they will destroy America as, as it was founded, and it must stop, in my view. Okay. Thank you very much, Eric. And he started to stray off track a little bit, but he brought it back, and I do appreciate that. Yeah, uh, let's not uh, speak for what others are thinking. Uh, if you want to tell me your own opinion, that's fine, but... You know, let's not go throwing other opinions uh, out, though. Okay, now, uh, you know, the thing that I don't get uh, is uh, one side of the aisle tends to act if they're the champions of civil rights, you know, especially in uh, the cases of uh, women's rights. But yet they seem to blindly back a religion uh, that's in the dark ages as far as uh, women's rights are concerned, or uh, use any homosexuality as a capital offense, uh, and it carries a death sentence. So, uh, and they tend to, while they're backing that one religion, they're condemning another that says we should all love one another and uh, leave judging up to God. So... That's something that I do not understand. It seems like a paradox to me. Uh, You know, I do understand that the major hurdle that the left has with Christianity, and I understand this is truly a major hurdle for a lot of people, uh, is the contention uh, concerning uh, our government when religious laws and our country's laws uh, conflict. And, uh, you know, the most apparent case of this, of course, is Roe versus Wade and abortions. Those in favor of uh, Roe v. Wade uh, think, uh, or uh, uh, in favor of abolishing Roe v. Wade, uh, believe that life begins at uh, conception. And those who are in favor of the practice, uh, I guess now they can't even agree on when it actually uh, begins. So, uh, you know... I can see, you know, why they would hold uh, Christianity, you know, somewhat in contempt, but this other one is goes against everything that they seem to uh, believe in. So that's why it's got me at a loss. But we'll go ahead and we'll uh, get back to talking about that in just a little bit. We've got to take care of a little bit of news, a little bit of business, and we'll be right back here at 1410 WYZM. And Lacrosse Talk PM, go ahead and shoot us a text or give us a call to weigh in on any subject. 608 785 7914 is a Better Hearing Center talk and text line. We're back with Lacrosse Talk PM, and this evening in between phone calls, I wanted to bring up uh, the war against uh, religion. Uh, 
that you seem to be having around uh, right now. It's been in the news an awful lot, and I figured we could you know, touch on it a little bit. And uh, before going to the break, I was talking about uh, uh, how the left seems to favor uh, Islam uh, over uh, Christianity. And like I was saying, I can understand the reasoning that, you know, the left is historically for, uh, you know, uh, abortions. Okay, fine and dandy. I'm not going to get into the abortion topic on this show. But, you know, they are, and that's okay for them. Uh, and Christians are against it. So I can see there where that would set up a bit of an animosity uh, for them. But the, uh, you know, Islam is goes against so many of the left's core beliefs that I just can't see how they, you know, try to back them uh, or favor them. And it's so ridiculously apparent that they do favor them. Uh, the left could not come out and say it was an Islamic attack against Christianity. They can't even say the word Christianity anymore, it seems. But, and, you know, they also say that there's uh, supposed to be a separation of church and state afforded to us by our Constitution. And that a certain religion cannot impose its moral values on the rest of the population. And to some degree they're right, but uh, believe it or not, that's not 100% true. And separation of church and state, contrary to popular belief, does not appear anywhere in the Constitution. Now stop. Before you go running off the fact check me, I'm going to make it much simpler for you, too. Uh, just keep listening for a minute. And uh, the First Amendment was put into place to stop a singular government from mandating one religion for all. Uh, it is one, if not the most important amendments, uh, you know, for that reason only. And it was only adopted because the King of England at the time, uh, back in the 1600s, uh, forced a religion, uh, you know, on all of his citizens. And uh, the Church of England came about solely because Henry VIII broke his ties with the Pope in the 1630s. And uh, he demanded to the Pope that he have a uh, marriage annulled, which kind of goes against uh, Catholicism. And the Pope thought differently. So instead of uh, allowing himself to be embarrassed and excommunicated or booted out of the church, he left the Catholic Church and created his own religion, which mimicked a lot of uh, you know Roman Catholic ideology and a lot of uh, uh, Lutheran as well, but without the certain restrictions that were say you know kind of bothersome to him. Yeah, it's got to be nice to be king. But uh, so. Uh, you know, are uh, fast-forwarding uh, a little bit over 100 years. Like his uh, predecessors, King George was a tyrant who forced his will on everyone, including uh, belonging to one church or, or else. And the Founding Fathers, in their infinite wisdom, did not want to have this opposed on people here in America. They wished to ensure that the citizens could celebrate whatever faith they chose or chose not to follow any at all. So the first thing that they included uh, in the Bill of Rights was something that would stop the government from mandating any religious beliefs. And the first sentence of uh, the First Amendment goes, 
Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. <clears throat> that, except for one very, very short uh, instance, and it's way further down to the Constitution, has nothing to do with this uh, aspect of it. Religion, that's it for the mentioning of uh, religion in the entire Constitution. That uh, separation of church and state actually comes from, yes, it wasn't even in the Constitution, like I said, but it was in a quote from one of uh, Thomas Jefferson's letters uh, replying uh, to uh, somebody else, and he wrote, believing with you that religion is a matter which lies solely between a man and his God, that he owes account to none other for his faith or his worship, that legislative powers uh, of government reach actions only, not opinions. I contemplate with sovereign reverence that the act of the whole American people which declare their legislature should make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the uh, free exercise thereof. So he says that there, referring back to the Constitution, and he ends it with, thus building a wall of separation between church and state. So uh, all this talk about uh, separation of church and state, that's not out there in the uh, Constitution whatsoever, believe it or not. Oh, we got a caller on? Number three is on line one. Good evening, number three. Hey, plant doctor, how you doing today? Pretty good. What you got to say tonight? I can hardly hear you. I said, what do you want to talk about tonight? Well, I was just going to tell you how religions can get along, okay? Okay. 1953, I was in the third grade. Mm-hmm. Went to a public school. The Catholic school was two blocks away from the public school. The Catholic kids walked on one side of the street. The Lutherans and whatever have on the other side of the street, okay? Okay. Ten years later, I married a Catholic. Okay. So, we can all get along, right? Oh, definitely. I mean, I'm going, she's put up with me for 56 years. Oh, God bless her. <laughs> yeah, that's what they say. She's a saint. But, I mean, I think when you get all down to it, when you boil it down to it, it's, I can't see why people can't get along when it comes to religion. Just keep their mouth shut. Mm-hmm. Got to argue. You know, you brought up uh, something. Uh, you had the uh, Lutheran school, you had the Catholic school, you had the public school, all right there. Yep. And uh, you sound like you're right. I'm probably writing about the same age group as you, maybe a little bit younger. But, you know, when I went to school, uh, granted this was back on the East Coast, and we had quite the diverse uh, population, uh, religion-wise, uh, you know, ethnic-wise. Uh, we were across the board in New York. And yeah. you know, back then, uh, we had these classes called social studies, where yep, we okay. learned. I remember them. Yeah, and we learned about different people, different cultures, and what they did. It was not preaching to them that, uh, you know, uh, this is the right way or this is the only way. It just taught us that these other cultures existed, and this is what they believed and some of the uh, practices that they did. And you know what? We had a Jewish Seda in our class. It was a school-wide uh, event. And uh, if you're not uh, familiar, that's what uh, Passover is all about. 
Okay. Okay, and it's the meal and uh, the certain things that you eat and the prayers that are said. This was done in a public school. Granted, it was back in the 60s, but I always found that stuff to be really, really interesting. And well, we, you know, when my grandparents come over they, in the 1800s, they moved up to Stevenstown. You know where that is. Mm-hmm. Above you and Holman there. Yep. And they, my grandfather moved in. He was Norwegian Lutheran, and the other people were German Lutheran. They started fighting right away. <laughs> yeah, like I was saying yeah, before. Yeah, I mean, that I mean, was years ago. Yeah, and, and then, so, now, uh, now, then later on, it, religion didn't mean nothing. You know, as much as it did back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it meant a lot back then. I mean, my gosh, that's, some of these towns were built up around the churches, like uh, that's independence. That's right, that's right. There's always a small church when you go through a small town, right? Mm-hmm, and some small towns even have big churches, <laughs> like independence. And another thing, I got my yard mowed today. Oh, all right, very good. The wife helped me power rake it last week, and I gave it a good crew cut today, so I'm all set for the snow. There you go. All right, carry on. Okay, you have a great day now. And uh, let's see, I think we're going to have to take a short break here and take care of a little bit of business, but uh, we will be right back here at 1410 WIZM in just a couple of minutes. Go ahead and give us a buzz. All right, and we're talking to Kaya Fox with Habitat for Humanity Restore. Kaya, what kind of stuff are people bringing in lately? Well, I think this is kind of the spring cleaning time of the year where people are taking stock of what they've got hanging out in the garage or up in the attic. And so we've been getting just a ton of donations coming into the ReStore. And it's, you know, never the same place twice. So we've got so many unique and cool items at the ReStore right now. We've got a lot of uh, outdoor furniture, lots of different end tables, coffee tables, uh, couches, and then all of those wonderful things that are those DIY projects that maybe you put off during the winter, but you can get done now that the sun is shining and the weather is better. Um, some of those tile projects maybe you have for your bathroom or you want to put in a new kitchen sink. You know, you name it, we have it at the Habitat Restore. Yeah, you're going to get kind of a like a, a variety of things. Even if you wanted to, like, redo something in, inside, you might find you might luck out and find something that you, you won't be able to find at a big store, huh? Oh, absolutely, and those really unique and and cool items that would really kind of be that signature piece in your house, we have it at the Habitat Restore. I mean, we've got green toilets and, you know, orange sinks. It's just so many different neat things that you can put in uh, to create, like, that extra special project at home. Um, and you mentioned the weather's going to get better, but, Kaya, it's supposed to snow tomorrow. I know. You know I've been trying to <laughs> avoid that and not really look at the weather. But So come um, down to yeah. the Restore and grab some shovels that you brought, brought in last weekend, <laughs> right? <laughs> Absolutely. But like I said, you know, the inventory is just constantly changing. I just talked to a gentleman that came into the restore and was looking for a really unique item. He didn't think he'd find it, and he found two of them. So, you know, you can you can find pretty much anything you want at the restore. That's awesome. Um, and then uh, where, where are you guys at and what time you open? So we're located right off of Highway 16, about a mile past Woodman's on your right-hand side. Um, and we're open Wednesday through Saturday from 10 a.m. until 6 p.m., and we accept donations during those times as well as donations on Tuesday from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. All right. Thanks a lot, Kaya. Yeah, take care. That's Kaya Fox with the Habitat for Humanity Restore in La Crosse. Okay, and we're back. And uh, tonight in between anybody else weighing in on whatever they want to uh, touch on, uh, it is Free For All Friday. If you want to talk about uh, taxes uh, going up in uh, the city of La Crosse, uh, back to last uh, week's uh, 
you know, smoking ban in the parks or uh, anything else, uh, go ahead and give us a buzz. Number down here at WISM is 608-785-7914, and that's a Better Hearing Center talk and text line, so you can shoot us a text on that as well. And uh, tonight in between uh, callers, I was talking about the war that's going up against uh, religion. And we started to touch on this uh, a little bit before uh, with the last caller. And, you know, when I was a kid, we learned about other religions. And, you know, personally, I have to say, I think, uh, personally, I'm thinking that, yeah, ignorance creates hatred. And the stage was set a long time ago, uh, whenever they started with the separation of uh, church and state stuff, uh, saying it was in the Constitution. Uh, and people actually begin to think that it's in the Constitution, and they started acting like it was in the Constitution, but it's not. Uh, and that stops schools from teaching about uh, other religions, uh, other people's beliefs, and that other people were allowed to have these beliefs. And it let other people know where, you know, different people were coming from. And it took away a lot of that ignorance. And I think that's why we are at the state of affairs that we are right now. Uh, we don't know about these other religions as much as uh, we should. But we have a couple more calls coming in. On one is, go number two is Chris. And good evening. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing good. What do you want to weigh in on? Uh, I think taxes, both of these, uh, good subjects for discussion. Okay. You can see people could clearly be passionate about whether something that affects their money or, you know, something like religion. But taxes, we'll keep it as lighthearted as we can. Go for it. Uh, so what I find interesting about some of the feedback that I've heard is just the significant impact on the assessment of some of these people's homes in Latrosse. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, whether the value of your home is $100,000 or 300000 obviously there's implications. And for every action, as they say, there's an opposite and equal reaction. Mm-hmm. What I find interesting is the lack of communication from a, a professional municipality that I think has a strong track record. And I'm not here to say that Mayor Cabot has an easy job by any means, but I feel like... Uh, when the aftermath shows through here, he, he may not feel so great about some of the decisions that he's maybe endorsed. And anybody who's kept a pulse on home values and, and um, implications on mortgage rates understands that lacrosse is in a unique position where we have a shortage of homes. Mm-hmm. And I feel like maybe somebody got a little cute with using that as leverage in that home values have been driven up as a result of a shortage of homes. And it may seem like a, a unique or creative way to drive some revenue where where maybe it's felt it needs to go, but the long-term effects will, will be determined. And like I mentioned a second ago, when you're talking about mortgage rate adjustments, it's inevitable. I'm not saying it's going to be anything like an 08 situation, but it's inevitable there's going to be a shift here. If you talk to anybody, there's going to be a shift. And when you're taking a, a shot from the hip and adjusting uh, assessment of homes for whatever your justification is, and unfortunately that's to be determined because we haven't seen anything formal, 
and there was no advanced communication. We'll see what happens, and, and either uh, the people of Lacrosse will wear egg on their face or the people who made decisions on behalf of the residents of Lacrosse who already pay a very healthy, healthy tax percentage. Uh, we'll, we'll see, but uh, I, I think it was done poorly, whether it is just. People want to be communicated to. People want to be respected. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it was kind of, kind of a cowardly way that everything played out. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, I think uh, everybody deserved at least a heads up that this is uh, incoming. And, oh, yeah. Uh, it just took everybody by surprise. So. Well, in a world where it's as easy as hitting send on a mass email to yeah. receive no communication, <laughs> mm -hmm. what's your excuse? Exactly. Well, thank you very much for uh, weighing in. And greatly appreciate that. And uh, we have one other caller. Uh, Eric is back on line one. Good evening, Eric. Yes, regarding religion, okay. there's one God, and the Christians happen to go through Jesus Christ to get to God. Muslims go through Muhammad to get to God a lot. Now, the point is, there's no reason for us fighting all the time because the same God is for everyone, the same God, the truth, the light, and the universe. Now, number two. Regarding taxes, mm -hmm. if you think for one New York minute your taxes are going to be wrong for anything, you are dead wrong and hang on to your wallet. Thanks. Especially Tony Evers. Thanks. <laughs> okay. Thank you much, Eric. And, you know, Eric uh, did uh, touch on something there that I was going to, uh, wanted to bring up, too. And, again, this goes with uh, <laughs> where we've stopped learning about other religions. Uh, a lot of people don't realize Jews, Catholics, and uh, Muslims all pray to the same God. It is the God of Abraham. Same God. Torah, uh, the Old Testament and the Bible, the Jewish Torah, the Old Testament of the Bible, and the uh, Koran all have extremely, extremely similar passages by some of the same authors. Some of them are word for word exactly the same, where the uh, three main uh, religions uh, go off in different directions, is that uh, Christians believe that Jesus was the Son of God, where Muslims and Jews believe that Jesus did exist, but they believe that he was a prophet not the Son of God. Uh, and the, where the Jews and Islam uh, uh, do not see eye to eye on is Islam considers Muhammad the prophet and the one and only prophet, where, uh, or the main prophet, and the uh, Jews consider that there's an awful lot of other prophets out there as well. And they do not recognize Muhammad. So, uh, you know, but they do all consider they're, they're praying Allah, Yahweh, God, I am, uh, however you want to go about calling it. It is all the same God. Uh, and a lot of people do not realize that. And it, 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 you've, oh, you've got the differences between... Uh, you know, the Roman Catholics and a lot of uh, the other Christian sects. A lot of uh, Christians, uh, 
especially the southern uh, type of uh, Christian sects, they think Roman Catholics are like the devil incarnate, even lower than uh, Muslims or, you know, Jews, because they think that the Pope is the Antichrist, and these are Christians. Uh, again, it comes from ignorance. Uh, if they would stop and think that their religion stems from the Roman Catholics because uh, they were the first Christians, uh, you know, they'd have to, you know, come to reckoning with a lot of their beliefs. But, you know, if people would just open up to learning about other people and stop being ignorant. Ignorance uh, might, might be bliss, but it also fosters a lot of hatred. And uh, that's kind of what I wanted to get around to today. You've got all sorts of people that are ticked off about all sorts of things where if they just open up their eyes and their ears a little bit and try to learn a little bit, maybe you might be able to get, you know, learn how to live together a little bit better. Okay, that's going to pretty much take care of uh, this week's show. I will be here tomorrow morning. 